I recently had a very telling discussion with a couple of truckers, and I had stopped at a gas station I don't frequent along Highway 60 north of Phoenix, between Phoenix and Wickenburg. And I had stopped in there, and I started up a conversation with someone, how's day going and so forth, and I got more than I bargained for. You want to talk about two highly intelligent people and what they had to say, and when we extrapolate what they said and spread it across the broad spectrum of events, we have a lot to be worried about. So we're entitling this broadcast, What Are You Going to Do When the System Fails? My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of the Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Well, one of the things you better do, and FEMA and DHS have already told you, you need to be prepared to be off the grid for three to four months. They also tell you you need six months of storable food, both agencies. We can help you with that because we know getting six months all at once is tough. Some of you are halfway there. Some of you haven't even started. That's okay. We developed this program with you in mind. Two-week packages. That's right inexpensive with 50% off and you still get the same restaurant quality breakfast lunch and dinner quality food it is tremendous go to preparewithdave.com that's preparewithdave.com and get started protecting your family for all that's unfolding right now well when the system fails how did I arrive at that title well I've already been there mentally and I've talked around this issue quite a bit But my discussion with these two truckers, it only lasted 10 minutes, but it was a very revealing 10 minutes. One was a retired professor like me and just said, I want to take up something new, see the country. This is the way to do it. And he and his wife traveled by trucking. And what they all said was interesting. The wife, the husband, the other person is that trucking industry is near collapse. I've read that. But it's another thing to hear out of the mouth of truckers what's really happening. And it's not that the trucking industry is in collapse. American trucking is in collapse, and it's being supplanted by Mexican trucking. But see, the Mexican trucking is smaller in scope, operating and subsidized to charge less per mile, therefore driving American truckers out. But the volume of the trucking can't replace the American trucking. So therefore, are you hearing me? Your just-in-time deliveries, if this trend were to continue, will absolutely be cut. It might be cut as much as 50%. And then you're going to have shortages, big shortages, long-term shortages. And when you cry to the government, FEMA and DHS will say, we warned you, we told you this was going to happen, you should have been prepared. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at the cusp of the changing of America. Now, I think we have a lot to say still about how we change and how much we resist the change that we don't want. But you need to be prepared to go through some difficult times. We are indeed going through a change. The evil globalist Zygmunt Brzezinski, who once said, it used to be easier to basically pacify a million people and control them through the media and blah, 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 that would be to kill them. Today, well, 2011, before he died, he said it's easier to kill a million than to control a million. And that kind of like speaks to where we're at. But let me go one step further with Brzezinski. He wrote a book that I read, and I read it fairly early. I read it before I ever got involved in this work. And the book was called Between Two Ages, The Technotronic Era. Now, some of you who've been involved in the basically fighting for your country, 
no doubt have heard of this book. But in the book, he talked about historical trends, and he is absolutely 100% right about what's coming. In 1970, he made the statement, he said, we're entering into the technotronic era, high tech. There you go. And he said, but for any society, any civilization that goes through that change, and we've been involved in this change now since the 90s, but really accelerated after the 20th century, and it became a movement about 10 to 12 years ago. He said, any society that embraces this change literally goes through hell for about a generation. Are we going through hell, or is hell about to start? I don't know. It depends how you define it. But I can tell you this, Brzezinski's words ring loud and clear in my brain, and they were when I was talking to these truckers. And I said, Brzezinski was right on the money. We're about ready to go through some real crap. Now, that which does not kill me makes me stronger. And one of the things that I really want to say to everybody here is that you can't expect to go through life without struggles, whether you're dealing with it personally or whether you're dealing with it on a societal or national or even globalist level. You are going to be challenged. And you look at sports, and this is why I love sports, because at the core of honest sports, an athlete has to learn how to reach down inside themselves if they're going to persevere and last in the sport they have to learn how to handle adversity, how to be resilient in the face of defeat, how to learn from mistakes and bounce back, and how to make what was a weakness a strength. Well, see, this is where we're at today in America. It's not that we have a problem with crises coming our way and, oh my God, it's doom and gloom and there's no hope, blah, 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 turn off this channel and go to something that makes me feel good. No, this channel is going to give you some hope. You see, the Chinese are right. That which does not kill me makes me stronger. And the symbol for crisis in China is opportunity. And no doubt you've heard those little colloquialisms before, but they really fit. Old sayings are old sayings because usually they're correct. And when we look at this situation involving what America is facing today, we face a food shortage. Let's just get into this real quickly. The breadbasket meltdown of the floods, which I believe were the result of weather wars and Project Harp, done either by leftists in this country that want to bring us down, which is the most likely answer, or by China or possibly Russia. But nonetheless, we are going to see a huge spike in food prices, some of which we're already seeing, but it's only going to worsen as we get into the winter months. And then we're going to have spot shortages. And if that Oroville Dam ever goes, and I was talking to Paul Preston about this the other night, the state of California is finally doing all the right things to save this dam. It's what they should have been doing 20 and 25 years ago. But the spillway is destroyed. That's problem number one. Number two, the water is below the gates, but not much. And there's leakage in the panels. And they're denying the leakage. But Paul Preston said in the discovery motions made in his lawsuit against the Department of Water Resources and telling them to do their damn job, he said that we have discovered the leak is still there. This dam could still go. And if it does and it wipes out the Central Valley of California, there goes one of the biggest crop producers in the world. We're going to be looking at famine in this country because we won't be able to sustain our own agricultural needs. And then we'll become an importer nation. And oh my goodness, what's going to happen to the prices? What's going to happen to the economy? You'll have economic meltdown. 
And you're saying, oh, Dave, this is so doom and gloom. Okay, well, you know what? Don't listen and fail to plan at your own peril. But what I'm telling you has its basis in fact. The two biggest threats facing America domestically right now outside of terrorism is the Midwest food problem and also the Oroville Dam. That is still a primary concern. And you're saying, Dave, you haven't written about this for a couple months. No, because I'm giving the state of California the benefit of the doubt because now they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. But is it a case of too little and too late? And then we've got other situations going on in our country right now. We've got the left and their increasing sense of violence. We're starting to look like pre-1992 Bosnia. In fact, I wrote an article that talked about this and with the statements made from a survivor of 1992 Bosnia that was trapped in his town for three years where there was no running water, no power, absolutely horrendous. And that's a must-read, which is up on the commonsenseshow.com. Just put down 1992 in Bosnia, put that in the search engine, and be prepared to be shocked. I was shocked with every sentence I was writing as I was reading what this man had to say, listening to his words intently, and realizing we're a hop, skip, and a jump away from that happening here. Now, why do I say that? Because the Democrats do things like surround Mitch McConnell's house and say, we want to stab that MFR in the heart until he's dead. And this goes on for hours. Meanwhile, the liberal police in that area just do nothing. They should have all been taken to jail for terroristic threatening, but they weren't. And then you have the left making threats like you wouldn't believe. They have the urge to purge, as I like to say. You have the congressman that lives in the San Antonio area that basically docks Trump supporters. He made mistakes. He even docks the addresses of people who did not support Trump and put their lives in jeopardy. And we have, what, MS-13 in this country? That's been well documented. We know that's true. Well, who is MS-13? They are the hitmen for the drug cartels all the way through Central America. What makes you think that leopard's changed its spots? It has not. It has not at all. Who are they going to kill? Who do you think? You have Senator Rand Paul almost beaten to death on his front lawn. You have Stephen Scalise shot at a baseball game. The cover story was laughable. On and on it goes. You have Kathy Hall. And I haven't heard the latest on Kathy, and I hope to God she shows up. But as of this report, she has not. And she was to testify in Congress today. She left Arkansas. And what was her testimony about? CPS, Pipeline to Child Sex Trafficking in Arkansas. And she was friends with the late Linda Collins-Smith, the state senator who was murdered in her home, who was looking into this very issue. And so she's supposed to be leaving from Arkansas to go to D.C. And they ping her phone in California, and she's not been heard of by anybody. Yeah, hashtag, where's Kathy? You see... This is the increasing instability we have. We have natural disasters and not-so-natural disasters that are coalescing together to form a problem. So I go back to my original question. You go, oh, this is doom and gloom, clickbait. Okay, I'm just going to ask you a question. When the system fails, what are you going to do? I'll tell you one thing. Forget the food, forget the water, forget everything else for a second. If you don't have alliances, you're going to get your ass kicked. The person from Bosnia, 1992 Bosnia, said you can't make it alone no matter how well armed you are. You will eventually lose. 
you absolutely have to have a defensive perimeter and you have to have your neighbors on board with you. At least enough of your neighbors that the other ones can join an existing operation. I'm lucky I have that where I'm at. Thanks to John McCain trying to steal the property of 300 neighbors and myself, we have a pretty self-aware group here. Many of them listen to this show. Hi guys, hi neighbors. So ladies and gentlemen, when I say this to you, and I say that you need to plan for when the system fails, I've only touched the tip of the iceberg here. I didn't even talk about EMPs, did I? Yet DHS, FEMA, and President Trump have all warned about the possibilities of EMPs. Warned the American public. And they basically have said, yeah, we're really worried about you, but you are on your own. You are your own first responder. Okay, food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, tools, allies, and the word of God. You're going to need divine intervention. Now go back to where I started this. America's in crisis. If we persevere and we stay on task and we gather followers and we think of ourselves like the 12 disciples and we are trying to attract like-minded people who just are not awake yet, we'll persevere and we can come out the other side as a better, stronger, more just nation. Or we can lay down, bend over for the tyranny, and enter one of history's darkest moments. It's our choice. It's your choice. Start by sharing this video. The second thing that you can do is to subscribe, because we're going to be basically talking about what you can do, and we'll be identifying future problems that you can take to your friends and neighbors in an attempt to wake them up. You notice I cover a variety of topics on here because I'm trying to provide talking points for people to talk to the masses. See, we have right now... A majority of people in this country are conservative, but a majority of the majority are asleep at the wheel. It's our job to wake them up, and we can't wait until it's too late. When tyranny rears its ugly head, the control mechanisms may very well be in place like they were in Nazi Germany, and resistance will be futile. It's our choice, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, I want to thank you for joining us here on The Common Sense Show. We appreciate and respect every single one of you. We have work cut out, but we can have a better day for ourselves and most of all, for our children.